212, yeah, yeah, hey, hey. Get up with Amy and Villos. Get the catch up at hit.com.au or download the hit app. This is the catch up on Sunrage's Hit 99.5. Now we've got big problems going on in the Darling and the Murray. The water quality's awful. Mm. Oh, we're running out of water. The fish are dying. It's all pretty bloody awful at the moment, Amy. Yeah, it's pretty pretty depressing um, and pretty scary as well as yeah. to what's going on. So we thought we'd go straight to the top and find out what's going on and what can be done. We're joined on the line now by a member for Muldura, Miss Ali Cupper. Good morning. Hey, Billows and Amy. How are you? Oh, just fantastic. Yeah. Now, I wish it was under better circumstances we were getting you on the line, but the Darling and the Murray are in dire, dire straits right now. What is going on? Mm. Why are all the fish dying? Well, it's it's a combination of factors. Um, drought's certainly one of them, um, and and of course, droughts becoming more frequent because of climate change. So for a long time, you know, people um, were able to kind of ignore that fact. But that we're not just climate change is not something we're just predicting now. It's something that that's happening. It's happening now. So so we're not talking about predictions. We're talking about data. That's one problem. Okay. Um, the other problem is that too much water is being extracted from our river system upstream. So as, as much as we want to work, you know, very collaboratively with our with our neighbours in New South Wales and Queensland, we really need to call this out that, that that simply too much water is being taken out. A lot of people don't engage with this issue because it feels too complicated. But at the end of the day, it's very simple. If we have no river, um, we are all going to basically life as we know it changes in, in all of our communities. So um, we need some reforms happening in New South Wales and Queensland. Ali, experts are saying that it could take up to a decade to recolonise the area with the fish population. Can you tell us what the broader ecological implications are going to be with this fish kill? Yeah, well, look, I mean, we, we, we all know that um, ecosystems are very fragile and, and for ecosystems to be healthy and to work and, and so to be um, able to be enjoyed by humans and used by humans to be sustainable, um, everything needs to be in balance. So it is it's really concerning that, that it's going to take that long um, for those populations to build back up again. And, and that, um, and I'm not a scientist, but I, I would be confident that, that that's in um, good condition. So, so what we need to make sure is that um, these, these sorts of events don't just keep happening or there won't be any more fish to repopulate at all. Um, so we really are at a crisis point. Um, and one of the things that's most concerning is, is right now the answer to delivering more water to the environment is to close Minindy Lakes. That's very bad because that's the, hatch- that's the hatchery, that's the nursery. You know, they, they talk about that being the womb of, of the Murray-Darling Basin. So we're in big trouble if, if the answer to the water crisis is to shut down that um, or to decommission, that's the fancy word for it, to decommission that lake system. Um, what we are saying is it would be far more sensible if you're going to have to save water to close down Cubby Station which is, which is taking um, the lion's share of the water from the basin um, and, and I think causing probably most of the problem. And it's also owned by foreign interests primarily, so all of the money that is made from that, that um, business goes overseas. So obviously the problem, like you've said, is happening New South Wales, Queensland, north of where we are here, but we are bearing the brunt of it in this area. And I mean, you've been in the job 20 minutes, but people are going to be looking <laughs> to you. What, what, what yeah. are you going to, for lack of a better question, what are you going to do about it, Ali? What am I going to do about it? Right. So so one of the things I want to do about it as, a, as an MP um, in a river community is identify something that that, that I'm prepared to do, you know, that, that, that I'm prepared to do politically and advocate for politically in my patch um, because I want to lead by example. What, what's been, a, I think, a major problem in, in this 
uh, in this context for a while is that everyone is pointing the finger at somebody else. Um, you know, and, and I've just done it then. You know, I've mentioned that there needs to be more done by those governments in Queensland and New South Wales to, to save water, um, to not over-allocate water, um, and to be able to um, make the basin sustainable. So I can't point the finger at others without also committing to, to, to fighting for something that might be tough work here in my own community. What I want to, um, I guess, advocate for is um, a recognition by the government that, that this is not just a case of some unfortunate drought, where, where our climate is changing. We're, we're no longer a semi-arid climate. We're going to be a, a, an arid climate. We, we don't want to tell people what they can grow um, in, in our region. Um, if people want to grow almonds, for example, because almonds are making a lot of money, well, we don't want to say no to that. But at the same time, we want to pr- provide incentives to people to transition to, to um, arid climate crops. So the things that we've been growing for a long time, that we've been able to make money from, um, that, that we've been able to get enough water for, um, we need to transition to crops that are, are, are going to take less water so that our environment can be sustainable. It's a messy one, and mm. I, I'm sorry that you're going to have to put up with this one for a while, but we are all in your corner because obviously we all want the best outcome for our area. So uh, we're cheering for you. Thank you. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, member for Muldura, Miss Ali Kappa. Thanks for your time. <laughs> Amy, over the holiday break... I injured myself and found myself at Chemist Warehouse seeing their nurse on call bleeding from the head. Oh, my goodness. What did you do? I'll tell you the story. Now, I'm going to... When you think you know how I've injured myself, yep. I want you to ding in, okay? Okay. All okay, right. we'll just test that. Yep, okay, that's working. Good. Now, our, I don't need to tell anyone in Sunraysia, it was very hot over the over the Christmas break. Yeah, we've had some quite hot weather. Yeah, and um, mine and Carly's bedroom gets the afternoon sun, so during oh. the evening, pretty hot. And we've got our newborn, Nicola, in there as well. Yeah. So we're just like, it's too hot, what can we do? Carly's suggestion was, let's put some tinfoil on the windows okay. uh, to reflect the heat. I'm like, I think you've got the basis of a good idea. Yeah. I'm not sure that sounds like hard work. So I said, how about we get one of those, you know, the reflective blankets that they give to people who have been, like, lost in the bush? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I said, why don't we hang one of them from the window? Just a bit easier from tinfoil and should do the same thing. Where did you get one of those from? Uh, Just over the road, the camping joint, BCF. Oh, right. Yeah, they sell them. Jack all. It was great. So, (laughs) no, no dinging yet. We're not sure how I've injured my head. (laughs) So um, I go by that and I come back and we go to hang it from the window in our room. Okay. Now needed to stand on the bed to reach the top of the window. Right. And as we did that, I say to Carly, ooh, mind your head, the fan's on. Oh, my God. Oh, you've dinged in. You've you've, you've figured out how I've injured myself? You hit your head on the fan. (laughs) So Carly's like, ooh, thanks for the heads up. I'll make sure I don't hit my head on that fan. We finish hanging up the reflective blanket and then, sure enough, I turn around and I felt like I got punched by Mike Tyson. Oh, my goodness. I've hit the deck, gone down holding my head, and I'm like, I was more annoyed than anything else because I'm just annoyed. I'm like, I just warned Carly and I've walked into a a moving fan. And, like, it was on low. (laughs) It was on low and, like, I saw stars. If it was on medium, 
it would have knocked me out. Nothing sure. But also, if it's hitting your head, that could have hit your eye. It was it's very close to hitting that my eye. Far away. And as the nurse told me, not too far from my ear either. So I could have Ooh. lopped the top off my ear and looked like full chopper reed. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I take my hand away from my head and it's just covered in blood. So I'm like, oh, I don't need this. Just again, I'm just embarrassed. Yeah, of but course. But I didn't want to go to the emergency room. It was like seven o'clock. So I remember uh. the chemist warehouse have got their nurse on call. So she went and fixed me all up. And I had to rock an orange headband for two days to keep the patch on my head wound. So is this why you're wearing a hat today? No, that's just because I haven't done my hair. No, it's all healed (laughs) up. It's fine. Didn't need stitches or anything. I just... I, oh. I, I was a fool over the holiday yes. break, and so we have a new rule now. Yeah. If we're doing anything and there's a warning of, hey, watch your head, the fan's on, Yeah. we're going to turn the fan off from now on. Yeah, I think that's a smart move. You are a dickhead, the biggest dickhead. You are today's biggest dickhead. This is a big world with lots of dickheads. But you are the winner today. Before I get into today's dickhead of the day, I'd like to... We've, we've got a little bit of criteria. It just mm. can't be any old dickhead. No, exactly. If, if the person in the story has died, general, even if it's through their own complete stupidity, mm. they're not going to be featured in this segment. No, no, that's a little bit poor form. The person in this story, still alive, mm-hmm. so very much deserving. Okay. This is a Chinese bloke who is bedridden for life after he, eight years ago, sold one of his kidneys to buy Apple products. Seriously? Not apples. No. No. Not the food iPhones and iPads. He uh, sold his kidney in 2011 for Australian $4,500. Wow. He bought an iPhone 4 and an iPad 2 with the funds. And, yeah, at the time he said, why do I need a second kidney? One is enough. Oh, my God. Yeah, it turns out his body's slowly shutting down. So I could just see his um, line of thought here about how he can get this money going, hmm, I could uh, maybe get a job or... I don't know. Try try and win Powerball. I don't know. Or, hold on, I've got a few extra body parts yeah. that I don't need. Could someone direct me to the black market? Yeah. Perfect. There yeah. you go. So, look, again, I, I feel bad oh, for the guy I because he was 17 when he made this decision. Mm. Now, mm. I don't know about you, Amy, but I didn't do my best decision making at 17. No, I mean, you hear about people getting tattoos that they regret yep. or, I don't know, spending money on stuff they didn't need. But in Partners. this case, par- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but in his case, he's made a life-changing decision at 17 and he's obviously regretting it. Oh, that's right. Uh, this will kill him at one point and at that point mm. it will be a sad story. Mm. Today, though, he is just our dickhead of the day. <laughs> Naughty or sporty at 6.40 time, Amy, what's going to kick off our 2019? Well, it is our first one, so I decided to go with the Naughty, obviously. You decided to go for a naughty after pr- after going over all the sporty sites we go to. Oh, yeah, totally. I yeah. skipped the sporty section and went straight to the yeah. uh, naughty section. Tennis is on. Sporty over. <laughs> Hit us with your naughty story. Uh, a company, uh, the name of the company is called Lush, and they had a range of bath bombs. Okay. And one of them was in the shape of an eggplant. So you know how <laughs> when we send emojis to people, there's an eggplant in there, and it's generally to indicate... It's it's a heavily used emoji, yet I don't know a lot of people talking about eggplants. No, exactly. So there's a reason they use it. Well, doctors have come out and officially made a statement saying, please don't use this bath bomb as a... What? Something. (laughs) Are women doing that? I shouldn't say women. Are people doing that? Apparently, in the bath, (laughs) they are using them. I don't mind a bath bomb used correctly (laughs) in the bath. Exactly. They... 
fizz when I they know. make contact with liquid. Yeah. Can you imagine Your using moisture. that in any other way? No. No. So Why? I'm assuming, so it's not <laughs> only, is it eggplant like smelling as well as shaped? I'm not sure about that, actually. It doesn't say whether it smells. I think it's safe to assume that it's eggplant shaped, though. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be a nice smell, but that doesn't matter because... Depending how you use it, how nice a smell you're going to get out of it. (laughs) But generally with a bath bomb, you put it in the bath before you have the bath. But someone at some point has ordered one of these, (laughs) unwrapped it, and And gone to throw it in the bath, Hmm. looked at the bath bomb, looked at the bath, Mm -hmm. looked at the bath bomb, Mm -hmm. looked at the bath, and been like, I've got a better idea. Yeah, this is a perfect opportunity to be using it. Can I just point out, can you Mm. correct me if I'm wrong here? Yeah. That sex toys aren't that expensive. No, they're not that bad. I mean, I haven't bought one. Sure you haven't. Um, (laughs) But there is, I feel, something for all budgets. Yes. If you want something in you... Yeah, yeah. There's going to be something that fits your budget. And bath bombs are pretty expensive these days anyway, so it's probably on par. If you've got bath bomb money, you've got sex toy money. I think that is what we can all take away from this. The the two are not interchangeable. No, exactly. Just please don't do that. Billows, I was away over the holidays and I went to a couple of countries, tried to tick a couple of them off my list. Because you've got the goal of you want to do... 50 by 40? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been downgraded. It was 100. Yeah. That was when I lived overseas. Yeah, so. that's, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but still, fair effort if you get 50 by 40. Good well, God. Well, I counted the stamps in my passport and I had 89 and this is my second passport. So wow. I'm doing okay, I think. Yeah, never yeah. never complain to me about being poor. You're not quite a man of the people <laughs> like me. I spent my holidays in Mildura. Oh, well, there you go. Well, we were um, going between airports and it was quite quick, quick jumps. We had two and three days in yep. each spot and I got to Laos airport and I thought okay well I'm going to write out the immigration card because I thought I'll write it out for both of us and just get it all sorted it's all in one spot Mm -hmm. got to the immigration desk they read out the card couldn't read it illegible could not read the card they said excuse me can you please take that out and write another card. Excuse me, young lady, do you have a grown-up around that might be able to fill this form out for you? And poor Nathan, because he had to go separately, they also made him change it because he tried to read it out to them and they couldn't read it. Wait, wait, so did he fill in his or did you fill in his? No, I filled both out. I blame him for this because he has lovely writing. He, he could have done it. I blame him because he is the adult <laughs> in this scenario and you should, if there's ever an option for you oh. two to be like, hey, yeah. which one of us should fill in this official paperwork? Yeah. I'm sorry, Amy. Be. I mean no disrespect, <laughs> but it should not be you anytime. Well, to be fair, it was quite bumpy on the way way in. To so... be fair, you've got, you've got <laughs> infantile handwriting. Like the vehicle is, you could have, you could have been on a spirit level <laughs> desk. It wouldn't matter. I've really been trying. Like I'm writing slower and I'm trying in caps, but it's just not, not legible <laughs> at all. Here, here's the positive we'll take out of this. We've all got our skills, Amy, mm. okay? And mm. I want you to focus on the ones you're good at. I want you to take that away from this, that, okay. like, I'm good at things. I mean, that's <laughs> our generation. We're all winners. Yeah, yeah. You're just not very good at writing. That's just not where your skills lie. I know, it's disappointing. Okay, so I reckon stop trying to get better. I know. That, that ship has sailed. <laughs> You've got awful writing. Yeah. Focus on the ones you're good at. Yeah, thank you. Amy, I thought I'd, I'd like to try something new this year. Every day... It's a different day. Now, I know that sounds ridiculous, well but done. like it's, at some point this year, it's going to be International Day of Hot Dogs or International Day of My Little Ponies or something. Yeah, all the fun stuff. Every day, 
I want to tell you what day it is today. I love this. Okay? Some of these are just oh, really random. This is going to be great fun. Ripe content, Amy. <laughs> today, Amy, is international... Learn about Women's Healthy Weight Day. Right. Okay. So first of all, <laughs> could you be the one talking about this today? This, I don't know if this is your area, my this friend. This is a dicey place to start my new proposed segment. I agree. Uh, but yes, today is Learn About Women's Healthy Weight Day. Now, okay. I'm not going to mansplain to all the women out there what your healthy weight should be. Yeah, I'd love to get your, your opinion on this. <laughs> I might not be overly intelligent, but I'm smarter than that. Well done. <laughs> now, um, basically, I see today mm. as being a day that women should be celebrating themselves. Okay. Yeah, that's your take on it? That's my take on mm. it. I think you should be looking at yourself going like, yep, rocking it. Yeah. I'm making this work. Yeah, nice one. Do you agree? Have I saved this yet? Uh, no, I think it's still on the fence. What I want to know, though, you've got a bit of information there. Minimal. Does it... <laughs> Does it give you a healthy weight range at all? No, no. Is there it, any information on that? It it, it, it It's originated in America, mm-hmm. so I feel like the healthy weight range in America should make uh, even the bigger gals in Australia feel pretty happy feel about pretty themselves. Good. Yeah. Like he- healthy in America, healthy in Australia, two very different things, so let's go with their numbers. <laughs> I like at the end of this, it, they, it's, they've also said it's International Men's Walking on Eggshell Day. <laughs> The two go hand in hand, don't they? They really do. Billows, I've spoken to uh, you about this a couple of times because I've got a few houseplants. You've had a few houseplants. I've had a few houseplants. I went away over the holidays and I was really worried about them, but I thought I'd I'd planned it well. I'd given them a lot of water. I'd put them in a safe spot. I thought I was going to be okay. You don't can't just. It's not like you can be like a neglectful, <laughs> neglectful pet owner yeah. and just leave a big bag of food open and just like they'll be right for a week. You can't just drown a plant <laughs> for a day and then be like, "There's a week's worth." Hey, they were going to be okay. Got back and uh, three out of my four quite expensive plants all dead. How are you, are you surprised? Yes. Why? <laughs> how? That's not how plans work. Well, to be fair, two of them were already on the way out because yeah. I am just terrible at keeping plans. Yeah. Well, China have now shown me up because they had their moon landing recently and they have been able to plant um, and also grow seeds on the moon. So they oh, wow. have had um, some of their seeds sprout on the moon. They have been able to grow plants on the moon. I can't even keep plants at home. Wow. I didn't even know that there was a moon mission going on. Are there people involved or is this all automated? I think it's all automated. Okay. Yeah, they've been able to explore the far side of the moon that no one has actually ever been able to explore. The the dark side. The the dark side of the moon. But they have been able to to sprout seeds that they brought up there. So, again, scoreboard. Yeah. China. On the moon, where mm. there's no oxygen, yeah. no water, mm-hmm. on the dark side, so no sunlight, and you <laughs> yeah. can't grow a, a, a nasturtium in your kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Like hardy yep. plants, hardy indoor plants, all dead. I think it's time to give up on your green <laughs> thumbing, Amy, because uh, China aside, I mean, that is a phenomenal effort, but yeah. it's just, I said it earlier in the show, yeah. we've all got our skills... <laughs> Turns out yours aren't in growing things either. Oh, Billows, it's 2019 and it's a new year, new year, new start. <laughs> well, so excited by this. You're, you're right with a few of them. New year. 
There ain't no new start on you, me. I'm the same <laughs> old scumbag I was last year. Are you someone who does New Year's resolutions? No, because I know I won't do them. Do you know what? I, I, I did one last year. You did one last year? See, here's, yeah. what, here's my thing with New Year's. What I, what I try to do is I try to just achieve something cool. Like last year I got mm. I got married and I had a baby. So this year's got a lot to live up to. Yeah. I'd hate to get to the end of this year and just be like, I'm exactly the same as when I started. Well, I reckon you did so much last year that it can kind of carry over to this year. I hope so, so if you don't do much this year, it's okay. You reckon I've I've got enough in the bank from last year? I reckon so. Fantastic. Thanks for that. Well, last Probably going to achieve year... even less now. <laughs> Just don't do anything. Just sit in front of your TV. But uh, last year I had some pretty key ones that I was really keen on doing. I'm going to list them for you now. Please. Learn French. How'd you go with that? Hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. Did you start? Did you dip your toe? Yes, I did start. I had an app on my phone and I was learning a little bit, but it's all gone. Uh, The other one, and this was a big one for me, learn piano. (laughs) <laughs> and not only that, be able to play at one of those, you know, public pianos if you go away overseas or something like that. I just wanted to be able to play at one. Uh, didn't do either of those things. Did you dip your toe in this one? No. Because, like, you, it's, it's, it's a vague one. You've just wrote, play piano. Yeah. But you just need, do you just need to learn one song? Yeah. And then just sit down at the piano, play it, have people applaud you. Oh, what a talent. Can you believe... What, this woman sat down at a public yeah. piano. What happens next will shock you. You wanted that to happen, didn't you? I, I wanted that, uh, but didn't do that. And no. then the last one was lose weight and keep it off. How'd you go with that one? Didn't do that at all. Didn't do that at all. No. So what I've decided is I'm just going to roll those over for 2019 and hope for the best. Yeah, now, there we go. <laughs> the, the sentence, hope for the best. All of those things require work or yeah. some input from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope for the best. You, no one's accidentally learnt piano. I know. People have accidentally lost weight. Yeah, that's Generally what... drugs and illness when it comes to accidentally. Okay, true, yeah. So I won't wish either of them on you. No, thank and you. And what was the first one? Uh, learned French. And learned French. No mm. one's accidentally learnt French. So you're, what you're saying is I'm going to have to actually do something yes. to do these 100% because, yeah, yeah uh, you're not going to fall backwards mm. into learning the piano. Okay. Okay. Well, let's, let's reconvene at the end of this year and see how I go. Watch this space. We could just be <laughs> replaying this entire break in 2020. <laughs> Amy, have I got the cost-saving solution for you? This is what I need. You do need this. This mm. is going to save you. Well, it's saving this mother nearly $200 a year, and it could save you even more. So, hold on. I've uh, Let's just go back here. Okay. I've just come off quite a big overseas holiday. That you that, couldn't afford. That I couldn't afford, and I'm now going in, uh, I think, a little over two months to another overseas yep. destination. And you're saying in a year with this saving... Well, this is yes. $200 I could save. Well, this is for a mother and her family. Okay. They've got rid of toilet paper... And they're using washable cloths instead. Oh, my goodness. This is saving them upwards of $200 a year. Now, you, Amy, poo more than any person I've met on the planet, so this could save you thousands. (laughs) Do you know what? I went to a (laughs) toilet overseas. Seriously, I went to a toilet overseas and they had washable cloths. And I looked at them and I'm like, oh, no, can't deal. I'm out. Walked right out. So this family, I'm I'm, I'm so intrigued. So first of all, they they went to the washable cloths uh, just just for wheeze, they said, just for the number ones. Okay. And then before they knew it, they're like, you know what, guys? Mm. Let's go for it. Let's completely get rid of toilet paper and we're just using washable cloths. Surely there's a better way to save money. Like, Mm. more steps before before you get to the washable cloths. Any, any questions about this family, Amy? Because I've got answers. What I want to know is once you've used the washable mm-hmm. cloth, 
What do you do with it? Fantastic question, to which I have the answer, Amy. They have a small sealable tub, they say, beside their toilet that your their now fecal-stained cloth uh, goes in. You seal it up. So a lot of places overseas don't mm-hmm. have the infrastructure with their toilets Correct. to be able to flush toilet paper. Yes. So there's already that in place. Yes. But having that in your home mm-hmm. with washable cloths that someone has to then clean. No, I'm sorry. Well, I'm out. The, the mother has explained that as well. Okay. Uh, she says that it's no, it's no inconvenience whatsoever to her. Because she just takes the takes the sealed tub. Yeah. She takes it to the washing machine, uh-huh. opens it up, tips it straight in. She doesn't have to touch anything. She reckons she doesn't have to smell anything. Turn the washing machine on. She just has to hang him out once they're clean. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not signing up for that. Amy, uh- you've got holidays to plan for. And this could save you, like I said, mm. upwards of $200 a year on toilet paper. Well, I try to do most of my toilet duties at work so I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> she really so. does. She fills <laughs> her water fine. bottle before she leaves so she doesn't have to pay for water. These are things that Amy does before she leaves work. Well, I got back from holidays on the weekend billows and had a great holiday. Went to a couple of countries. Where'd you go? You went to Cambodia? Yeah, did Cambodia, Laos, Philippines and Malaysia. Sounds like a big trip, but it it was not that big. I didn't get past Redcliffs, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah, similar but different. (laughs) Perspective. Similar but different. Well, we thought, okay, it's it's going to quite a few different countries, lots of transfers. There's going to be a couple of things that would go wrong. A lot of airport time and, you know... Flights get delayed and you get things happen at airports. Exactly. When you're traveling, there's always something. Anyway, we pulled together the list of everything that went wrong on the holiday oh, and God. it is a long, long list. So I just wanted to cover up a key few points for you, Billows. Hit me with some of your faves. Enjoy. Uh, first off, book the wrong airport parking. So <laughs> we went out of Melbourne. We thought it was Tullamarine. Turns out it was Avalon. And we booked parking for Tullamarine and not Avalon. <laughs> You you lived in Melbourne for years. That is some tourist stuff. I know. Mixing up Avalon and Tuller. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, I'm putting this on Nathan. He booked it, but I should have also checked. So we had to change it the last minute. Yep. Lost some money on it. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, that's a rookie mistake. Got to Avalon with the right parking. Yep. Sat in the wrong terminal for uh, quite a period of time before we realised it was final call and we're in the domestic rather than the international. <sighs> we right. got the flight, it was fine. Is this your first time flying? <laughs> My God, all it's, right. It's been a year and, yeah, all of a sudden I can't do anything. Got to KL. And we thought we're going to be safe. I don't usually use the safe in an apartment or yep. a hotel room, but I thought no, we'll be we'll be safe. We'll put everything into the safe. In Asia, you find yourself carrying a lot of cash because, yes. like I've done, yeah, like Thailand and Bali, that sort of stuff. You'll end up, you'll get like, let's say. $400 Australian out, and yeah. it'll look like you're a drug lord. Oh, my Just God. Just the amount of actual cash currency you end up with. It looks like you've won Powerball. Yeah. So you don't want to be carrying that around no. everywhere. So we put our passports, our cash, our iPad into a safe, uh, forgot to lock the safe, yep. left the safe completely open, and not only that, left the door to the apartment open. Oh, my so, God. Uh, yeah, well done. If anyone had have, um, you know, robbed us then... I would have just gone, take it, well, take it, it. you deserve it. Wouldn't have taken a criminal genius to open a door and an unlocked safe. That ain't twelve sixteen. hit us with your holiday fails. Please make me feel better because I this is I don't know if anyone's going to top that... those three. Oh, and that's seriously. part of a longer list. Yeah, yeah, oh no, they're just the top ones. Uh, we <sighs> went to a movie at a local bar, it was audio described. So it meant that they described what was happening before it happened for people who... I Visually impaired? Yes. You went to a blind person movie theatre. We 
watch the whole movie. <sighs> yeah. 13, 12, 16, hit us with your holiday fails. We're talking holiday fails this morning. Yeah, Billows, it felt like anything that could have gone wrong did go wrong when I was overseas. Uh, one of them was also me getting stuck in an elevator on the way to the airport that we were already running late for. That's the first one on your list that hasn't been your fault, though, or yeah. was it your fault? No, it wasn't my fault. Uh, well done, Thank then, <laughs> because going uh, parking at the wrong airport mm. and being in the wrong terminal, they're very much Amy problems. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll own that one, yeah. but this one was not my fault. 13, 12, 16, we're asking you about your holiday fails. Annabelle's called through. Annabelle, did you have some holiday fails? Yeah, my partner and I, we were going to go to Bali and we both got food poisoning so serious the day before we had to cancel our trip. Jeez, that's an old uh, new twist on an old classic. You got food poisoning before Before. you got to Bali. Yeah, Bali belly in... Yeah, Australia. That is amazing. Because when I was away, I got really sick in Cambodia. But it was because I was in Cambodia, like not before I went. I had the same thing when I was in Bali. I just got a bit excited about a buffet that just I shouldn't have been nearly as excited about. And sure enough, yeah, your best mates with the toilet for a few days. But you didn't make it to the airport. What was it that you ate that that gave you that upset stomach? I don't want to name any brand, but it was certain... (laughs) Sandwich company. <laughs> oh, sandwiches! I've, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, well, they, okay. quite let, long let, sandwiches. Let's not let's not dwell on who it who it could nope. or couldn't have been. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they're a fantastic business, and we uh, pro- innocent till proven guilty, yeah. and all that sort of thing. <laughs> but yeah, but that sucks. So you didn't get to go. No. No, no, I have to reschedule, I think, for next year now. That's oh, pretty sucks. bad. I would have been really upset about that. I think I would have just gone anyway. Just gone, you know what, I, I was going to be sick in Bali anyway. Let's just suck it up and Stood up there. on the plane and went, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> yep. we're all about to have a very bad time, but we can get through this together. Yeah, just make sure you've got an aisle seat, you're fine. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Annabelle. No worries. Keep them coming through 13, 12, 16. Hit us with your holiday fails. Get up with Amy and Billows. Miss something or want to hear it again? Get the catch up at hits.com.au or download the Hit app.